Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope? To inspire and motivate you to keep going. And no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, where I offer you a free video training on how to manifest more money now. Again, that's heatherhakes.com and opt into my free video training. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 301. Today's topic is all about daily disciplines for sustainable results. Make sure you listen all the way to the end. Welcome to today's interview. I've brought on Clayus Ronenberg. Clayus, welcome. Thank you. Very pleased to be here. Nice Actually, to meet you. I want you to pronounce your name because you, you live in Europe and I know I butchered it. So you introduce yourself. My name is Clayus Ronenberg. All right. I'm so excited to have you here today. I know you have a background in fitness and mindset, and obviously I'm passionate about that. So I'd love for you to introduce yourself, give a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? Okay, so my name is Claes. I live in Frankfurt, Germany since this summer of uh, 2020. I am trained as an engineer, but I have been involved in fitness for 18 years uh, on and off. Um, I work with my business partner, Pichi Sadi, who is in LA, and we work in Dare to Live Coach, which is the business where we teach clients how to build sustainable uh, lifestyles so that they can elevate themselves and perform even better in life, professionally, personally, on all fronts. Well, and I think what you said there that is key is sustainable because a lot of fitness programs are, you know, lose 20 pounds in, in six days or, you know, this, the, a 12 week program or, but you know, that doesn't, that is that whole going back and forth. So explain more, what is the sustainable life all about with fitness? Okay. A sustainable life. What we do, I'll first explain this. We do 12 week transformations. Now we do 12 week transformations and not four week transformations because first of all, we have to condition a certain set of habits, which is something that will promote your uh, fitness goals. And we also do them because it's not gonna happen overnight. You can't drop, you probably could drop 30 pounds in 30 days, but it's usually not sustainable. This is the yo-yo effect. You're going to gain the weight right back on. And next time you want to drop weight, it's going to be really difficult. So we do sustainable fitness coaching, which means we take your weight down. If it's a fat loss, a weight loss transformation, we take your weight down around three pounds per week, around max three pounds per week. Uh, until we reach your goals. And then we actually give you an education in how to achieve your goals in the future. Because there might be times when you go through Thanksgiving, and you might gain a few pounds, and then you have the tools to actually 
fix your your trim your your stomach so to say and be um and be very uh productive with your goals and actually achieve something that you can uh, sustain over a full lifetime so it is not just only a 12-week transformation it is actually something that you can use for the next 50 years well and the reason i'm passionate about fitness and movement it's only one piece of the pie so can you explain more of the mindset piece of it because we know what to do right you need to exercise you need daily movement eating healthy foods but I believe the reason people fall off the wagon per se is because of their mindset or limiting beliefs or their habits or their self-discipline. So can you dive into the mindset aspect of this fitness? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we teach is, is discipline. We teach discipline, which means showing up even if you don't want to. So it really is about building your mind muscle rather than your actual muscle. So going to the gym, showing up every day when you need to, whatever your program is, actually can translate into your real life. So you build constructive habits where you show up every day in your business, on your job, in your career, whatever, in your relationships, which are very important too. Uh, So you, you can actually work on something, even if there are days where you don't want to, I'm just so tired, I don't want to, but you show up anyway. And it's much better to show up and do 50% of what you planned than to stay at home and just do nothing. And it's really about conditioning. I really wanna have this point across. It's really about conditioning the process of showing up over and over and over and over. So yeah. I love the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Yeah. So if you're not showing up with these, can we maybe talk about daily disciplines? Cause we can talk yeah. about them, but maybe can we give examples? What does it mean showing up? And especially when you don't feel like it, because let's say you don't want to go to the gym and you're not showing up, but where else aren't you showing up in life, right? It, it carries over. Absolutely. So I recommend, this is something I do myself and I recommend doing cardio little bit of cardio in the morning, uh, even before, I don't know if you have to go to work early, but maybe wake up like 20 minutes earlier, do a little bit of cardio, fast it, uh, and then just start your day off with a little bit of exercise. It's really important to get the blood flow and it also clears your head. And also uh, doing things that might not, you might wanna push off to tomorrow. It is not the best idea. So you really want to look at things that you could get done today and then just get them done today and not just push them off tomorrow because that conditions the mind to actually get things done when they actually should be done. We have a tendency to, as humans to procrastinate a lot. And sometimes, I mean, we, we're all guilty. I'm guilty of this too. It's not that we're all superhuman, but Making a list, I find it very useful to make a list of things we want to get done and then just crossing them off one by one. And that is actually how you can get better um, over time. And it's really about, it's not about doing everything at once, it's about doing it step by step. So, pardon the interruption. Do you find yourself struggling with money? You want to be financially free, yet you never have enough. I get it. And that's why I just released a new Manifesting Money 
video training. It's completely free. You can find it at heatherhakes.com. And what I share with you is my three-step process that I have used time and time again to not only manifest small amounts like $200 a day every day, but all the way up to how I've learned to manifest $10,000 through this three-step process I share with you. Again, opt into my free video training on how to manifest more money now, and you can find it at heatherhakes.com. Now, back to regular programming. So, in fitness, I like to use uh, micro-progression, which is uh, you get 1% better every time you work out. So today I'm 1% better, tomorrow I'm 1% better. All those one percenters, they compound. So the result is far greater over the course of a year than it would be if you just show up sporadically. So it's really about the discipline of showing up and giving in the, the, your effort so you become 1% better. Whether it's fitness, whether it's your business, career, uh, relationships, very important. And even something as your own relationship, like taking care of yourself is also important. That brings up, well, two points. One, I saw something recently, rather than trying to go in from zero to hundred, which is what a lot of people want, right? We want mm -hmm. instant manifestations. Yeah. We want the overnight success, go from one to five and five to 10. And, exactly. and, and, you know, I think we have to understand that this is a process that yes. this is, it actually becomes a lifestyle, right? Yes. That's what they mean. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I just going to say, and what I wanted to add, you would like to write things down. I have found actually in the one thing, something to be grateful for in this whole COVID situation, our gyms are to the point you have to reserve a workout time. And it's a very limited number of people that can go in this window. And I used to like, I'm pretty good about waking up early, but you know, I, I, it kind of vary between five and six 30 when I wake up. But now, so what I'm saying is not only write things down, but schedule them because I have found when things are scheduled and in my calendar, they actually get done. And yeah. now that I have to reserve a workout time and I only have this window that I can go, I don't wake up and I don't have time to hit snooze. I don't yeah. have time to push it until later. Like I have to go. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, and a good point to bring up the snooze button. Here's a good exercise for people to use. Yeah. Don't have your phone, never use snooze, first of all, and don't have your phone close to your bed. Put it somewhere where you have to stand up out of bed, go pick it up when the alarm goes off, and then you are already up, you know, yeah. start the day there. Why would you, why would you self-sabotage with the very first task you have of the day, which is not to stay in bed, just get up and get going. I really recommend that. And, um, and then, yeah, drink some water. First thing in the morning, drink some water. Drink a lot of water. Can Stay we high. talk about, can we get into people's habits and limiting beliefs, their mindset that is keeping them stuck and keeping them from where they want to be? Yeah, absolutely. So I find that people, uh, people want to... Well, we're a conservative race, human beings. So we don't want to change too much, but we also want the thing that's uh, on the other side of the, the, the fence. You know, the grass is green on the other side, so we want to go there, right? Um, so I find that if you really do develop habits, first you have to, to clarify what it is that you actually do that is self-destructive. So you have to you have to label your habits and then you really have to work with them. You really have to go in and figure out 
okay, what can I, what can I change here? Let's say, let's say, yeah, let's say you have someone who's uh, 40 pounds overweight. Well, let's look at why they're overweight. Okay, they do late night snacking. They eat a lot of carbs in the morning um, with their fats, which is a big no-no. You should never eat carbs and fats together. You will gain weight. Um, so, okay, then maybe we eradicate any eating after 8 p.m. And then we do that for a week. And the week after we go and we uh, eliminate all carbs you eat before noon, which is something I have done. I always do with my clients is that I teach them don't eat fats and carbs in the morning. Always eat them uh, later and never eat them together. Um, so we develop habits step by step that can go and support you uh, in your life. And I find that if you chew on too much, you're just going to give it up. You just, you're, you're not going to follow through. So develop healthy habits and find a way to sustainably keep them so that you can go on and use them uh, year after year and fall back on your habits. But I believe what this comes down to is it's a lot of self-awareness. Is that yes. fair? Absolutely. Okay. But somebody who is going through life's motions, who is getting up and they're hitting snooze and they're procrastinating. And I think it's become so habitual and such patterns of self-destruction and sabotage. They don't even know. They're, they yep. can't recognize because that's just who they are. Absolutely. And sometimes you got to shake, shake it up a bit, shake your life up a bit, get out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Go. Uh, I, I would love for people to go travel, but obviously it's difficult now. Um, I think traveling is the one great, greatest thing that you can do to expand your own mind um, and really see how other things are. And when you return to your normal life, you will see, oh, Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Actually, my life was much more fun and interesting when I had these things in my life as well. Maybe I shouldn't go back into these old habits. And it's really also about being social. It's really about developing good social relationships that are fruitful. Okay, so if we, one thing I have to say on that is I, I like saying stop shooting all over yourself. Because I yeah. think should has negative connotation, like, oh, I should be doing that because that's not a want or a desire. So I, even like on a to-do list, right, it's I get to do these things, not I have to. But so I think it's those understanding it's we're talking small tweaks here. We're not asking people to make gigantic changes, but small tweaks in perception and language and I guess what I'm really asking you is if somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, I'm ready. And I know I need to make some changes in my life. I'm not physically where I want to be. I have a negative mindset. I'm feeling stuck. How do they even get started? Well, they have to write down what they actually, they have to clarify what they want. They have to clarify how their end outcome looks like. And then it's, it's really a matter of planning. Okay, we reverse engineer, what, what, what would that look like? How do we get there? Step by step. And if it takes a hundred steps, it takes a hundred steps, but try keeping it uh, very uh, broad in the beginning, like have a 30,000 foot overview. And then 
reverse engineer your way back. So again, if, if you want to lose 30 pounds, try losing uh, one pound uh, a month or one pound every two weeks or one pound a week, you know, and then over time, you will actually get to where you want to be. So don't try to chew off too much. Go back, take a detach from the situation, get an overview, and then plan out the process to actually get to where you want to go. And I think that's a process for anything, anything that has uh, actual progression and, and an actual outcome in it. So what I want to ask you, because that reminds me, something that I teach is map it out, which is a massive action plan. And what yeah. that means is, you know, something that we're taught here in the States, I imagine there too, I don't know, but it like smart goals. So specific, measurable, whatever the rest of the letters mean. But so this map it out, what it means for me is like in the center is my end goal. So whether that's weight, like, okay, I want to run a marathon or I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to fit in a size four or whatever, you know, I want 10,000 more dollars. It doesn't, this can go in any area of life, right? So if we know the end goal, the outcome we want, but I think it needs to be specific, like it, to say, yeah. I want more money. Well, how much, or I want to lose weight. I mean, right. Ounces weight. That's why I'm thinking like a gene size um, amount or to run a race or something. So specific and measurable or an end date. Yeah. So I am just going to say one thing on that. If you're like, well, I want to get healthier. What does that mean? And by when? Yeah. So what we do, um, we do, we do a design process. This is a design process called the double diamond. And this is called, uh, this is a, a, a convergence and divergence, sorry, divergence and convergence element. So first you defined, uh, you first you discover and research what, what is actually the desired outcome. And what is actually in this arena? What can we work on? And then you converge, which means you narrow down, you define it. And then again, you develop, uh, which would be a 12-week transformation, especially uh, personalized for you uh, in our case. And then we deliver the outcome. Mm -hmm. So we have a research diamond and we have a design diamond. And for us, it means we go through our client's needs we uh, look at a lifestyle, okay? So we can figure out what are their limitations? What can we work with them on? And also with, and with which time frame? And then we go through uh, our DNA test kit, which we, we have them take a DNA test. So we can figure out which supplements they need, which supplements they don't need. And also do they need more carbs or do they need more fats to get to their fitness goals? And then we go into the uh, design diamond. So we actually we have the personalized 12-week transformation course here uh, and the one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then we deliver the outcome where we also have um, continuous setback or at least a, a program for them to move on, is a plan for them to continue uh, without our help when they go on with, on their own, and also a setback management uh, toolkit for them, both in their mindsets and also in their uh, physical and fitness journey. I'm curious, what is the setback management tools? Well, for fitness, and I'll let uh, my partner Pishi uh, talk about the mindset, that's, that's her department mostly. Um, for fitness, it means 
knowing exactly what to go back to, what, what exactly uh, the, 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 uh, the program that they can fall back on and the nutritional plan, especially like the macronutrients, what can they fall back on? And then mindset wise, the really deep stuff, the really psychologically based stuff, like I said, that's PC, but otherwise it is really going back to your habits, going back to these constructive habits that we have developed with you that actually works for you and not against you. So we work with our clients and not against them. So it's really, uh, it's really important that they develop their own sustainable process. Question for you. Have you heard or are you familiar with the, the mindset that it's 20% mechanics or strategy and 80% mm -hmm. psychology? Yeah, I believe it comes from the uh, parade distribution, which is sent. Uh, um, it goes for anything. It's a natural law, basically. So yeah, 80% of, uh, of your energy should be spent where it actually uh, uh, matters. So a lot of people, um, so the Pareto principle is really that 80% of the people have as much wealth as the top 20%. So that's, that's the financial aspect of it. And you really should focus 80% of your energy and the 20% of the things that actually are fruitful and works for you. So that's how that works. And that means 80% on the energy on the constructive process. And I guess what I'm narrowing down to is you, you can give the 20% mechanics of what to eat and to get some exercise, but it's yeah. that 80%, the heavy end of it, the psychology of observing and being aware and discipline and choosing to implement the 20%. Is that fair? Yeah, it's a mindset, right? Yeah. It's really a mindset. Mindset is uh, fitness is mindset. So it's really about building the mindset that, that works for you and makes you show up all the time. Can you walk us through what a day in a life is like for you? Do you have a morning routine? If you have fallen off the wagon, what are you doing mentally to get yourself back on track? Well, I just started, I don't know if you know this guy, Wim Hof. Yeah. Oh, yes. Man, yeah. So I just started doing the Wim Hof method, which is... Uh, 30 deep breaths in and out just to get rid of all the carbon dioxide. And then you hold your breath for 90 seconds. And that's very difficult for me because I actually have asthma. So I, I, I know that I need to expand my lung capacity and this is a great way to do it. And also there's the ice, ice baths. I just take a very cold shower, uh, but it really is really useful for me to get more energized and be more mindful. And I find that I'm much more productive this week. I just started this week than I was last week. So this is one thing I started using now. Other than that, I would really say getting hydrated, starting your day well, get some sunlight, get some uh, light exposure, uh, and get some cardio in so you get some blood flowing. And if I fall off that wagon, it's just right back to that habit. And I'm not saying you should go run a marathon in the morning, but just get some blood flow in your body, right? Or if you want to go do that. Um, yeah, you can. Question for you, because I think a lot of times it's easy to get frustrated. You've fallen off the wagon and then you feel guilty and whatever. How do you give yourself some grace? 
that, hey, you had a bad moment or but how do you be like, it's okay and try again? We plan cheat meals. We plan cheat meals in our coaching, not in the last aspect of it, uh, which is, is more uh, serious because we have four stages. We have a priming phase, a strength training phase, a hypertrophy phase, a muscle building phase, and then a conditioning phase. So in all the three first phases, you're allowed to get cheat meals, like once, maybe twice a week, depending on the phase. So it's really about giving yourself some slack. If you just do 80% of what you're supposed to do, then the 20%, they'll sort themselves out. Um, so plan your slack uh, inside, but not so much that it actually has a negative effect on the outcome. Okay. Well, yeah, because for me, I, I remember anytime I try to completely eliminate something, I end up binge no. eating. Mm-hmm. So. You can't do yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think it's sustainable to yeah. live extremely strict. And I don't think anyone should if, it's not, if it doesn't fit them. If you really love, I don't know, uh, cheese, let's say you really love cheese, well, then maybe eat a little more cheese on a Saturday. Or if you really love something that that is not supposed to be healthy, maybe you can find a more healthy version of it and maybe you can just limit it uh, and eat it in moderation, for instance. So plan, plan out the, the very thing that you want to, to have extra of by manipulating other aspects of your diet, for instance. Maybe you eat a little less on Friday and then a little more on Saturday. So you, you can work around that. All in all, it sounds like it's about balance. Yeah, always balance. It's always balance. There's nothing sustainable if you don't have balance. Yes. It's, really, it's really not about pushing 100%. Um, if you need to dial it back a step, get realigned with your uh, mindset, get realigned, like get realigned with your values and then move from there. So then question for you, how can we summarize this conversation or a key takeaway on this mind body connection? I like to, to go by the, uh, the mantra, never stop trying, never give up, never stop showing up. It's essentially what we teach with our discipline is to never stop showing up. Even if you only show up for 50% of what you should have done, it's a lot better than not showing up at all. Yeah, for sure. Well, then you just took away, I always do rapid fire questions. And the first one is a quote or motto that you live by, but it sounds like that's yours. Oh yeah, definitely. Always keep trying. Is there a quote that I'm a big quote girl. So is there a quote that maybe you have on a wall or just really rings true to you? One thing that, yeah, I think you said it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. It's really, it's really, it's, it's really true. Yes. Okay. Next question for you. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Well, there are two books and I'm not currently reading them. I have read them, uh, one of them recently. So two books, one is uh, 12 Rules for Life by Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. And there are some golden nuggets in there. One of them is the rule of taking care of yourself as if you are someone you love. And that means you actually have to participate in active self-care because some people are very down on themselves. And they, if they just look at themselves as, as it's a best friend, they actually can support the, themselves much better 
really participate in acts of self-care. And the other book is, uh, it's, it's more businessy, it's Negotiation. It's Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss, who used to be an FBI negotiator that negotiated uh, for people's lives. So he couldn't fail. And the, the tools that he teach there are very valuable to anyone. What's one of the major tools or your aha moment from reading that? From that book, it's the simplicity of asking open-ended questions. Like, how am I supposed to do that? When someone is trying to convince you to do something that's really not in your best interest. Like really, and he, of course, he does a much better job. There's an audio version too, I believe. So. Final question for you. What advice would you give your younger self? Mentors. Mentors, 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 mentors. I think I, I struggled a little bit uh, in my early in my youth, finding a path in life. I never really knew what I wanted back then. And if I had some mentors early on, they could have shown me a better path or at least a less complicated path as to where, where I could go in life. And, and life is actually, actually much more limitless than I used to think. There's a much more abundance inside of us. There's much more abundance in society. And I have a, a bachelor's degree in uh, engineering in design and innovation. And one of the reasons I was drawn to innovation is especially because of the abundance that society and especially technology has shown us that society can produce. And I want to be part of that. So I think abundance is really really everywhere and it's only your mind that determines exactly how far you can go uh, i couldn't agree more and what a great note to end on thank you so much for joining me for today's conversation thank you thank you very much for having me it was very pleased i'm very pleased to be here Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Be sure to sign up for my free video training on how to manifest more money now at heatherhakes.com. And I'd love to connect with you on the social platforms. You can find me on Instagram at heather.hakes, Facebook, Heather Hakes, and YouTube. Guess what? You got it, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.